Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chumbacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumpacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Man, my name is Michael, the Hebrew Hammer Brown, one half of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take podcast we are live here on the facebook page for the dream shake for another episode of the dream take uh we are unfortunately not celebrating this evening well we could be celebrating depending on the the fan that you you ask but the rockets do lose inside of toyota center this evening 132 to 124 to the indiana pacers uh, we'll, we will go over the box score here uh, fairly quickly, and then we will get into uh, anything you guys want to talk about. So if you are listening to this show right now, or watching the show, I should say, and there is something that you would like discussed on tonight's show, the Dream Take is very proud to be one of the most interactive 
uh, shows for Red Nation to talk anything Rockets basketball. You have something you want to talk about, throw it in the comment section, and we will talk about it live here on the show. Uh, looking at the box score from tonight's game, uh, Rockets lose 132-124 to to the Indiana Pacers. Uh, the Pacers shot 42% from the three-point line. Uh, the Rockets only shot 29% from the three-point line. The Pacers were 15 of 36. The Rockets were 10 of 34. And look, playing in today's NBA, it's going to be very difficult to win games if you're only shooting 29% from the three-point line. Um, the Rockets lose by eight. They were outscored by 15 from the three-point line. So typically, that's not going to make for a very uh, fun game most of the time. But the Rockets did a pretty good job of clawing their way back into uh, the game. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes, but continuing the box score breakdown, the Indiana Pacers turned the ball over 18 times. The Rockets only turned the ball over 15 times. Uh, the rebounding margin 48 to 47 in favor of the Pacers. So not a, not a big uh, uh, difference there. Steals and blocks were about the same. Uh, Coach Steven Silas got a technical foul tonight, which I thought was awesome on a missed foul call on uh, John Wall. Uh, for the Pacers, they were led tonight by Karis LeVert. Uh, 27 points, 5 rebounds, 1 assist. You guys know who Karis LeVert is. Karis LeVert is the guy that the Rockets could have had, but the Rockets' front office wanted no part in paying his large contract. Um, now, are, is that ever going to be admitted by anybody in the front office? No, it's not. But it makes sense when you look at what the Rockets ended up getting in return when they opted to have Victor Oladipo, whose contract was going to be up at the end of the year, and Karis LeVert's was not. Karis LeVert is an absolute stud. I mean, the dude can flat out play the game of basketball at a very, very high level. Would have been a great piece to have on this team, but we don't, so he's not. Uh, he had 27 points. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, really, really good player that they ended up signing as a uh, free agent from the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, he had 23 points, 14 rebounds, 9 assists. Uh, Donatus Sabonis, who cries to the referees more than his father did. Uh, 22 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. Sabonis is a nice player. A really, really nice player uh, for them. Uh, outside of that, uh, Edward something named Edward Sumner had 7 points. Uh, Jeremy Lamb, 18 points, 2 rebounds, and an assist. Uh, the fact that they gave up, the Rockets gave up uh, 12 points uh, to TJ McConnell is unacceptable along with six rebounds, and he was a perfect five of five from the field is just whatever. Uh, Brissett for them had 10 points. Uh, Ryan, always good to hear from you. Uh, I know Wall doesn't fit what the Rockets are doing right now, but you build around that guy moving forward. I don't care who says otherwise, he's our guy. Uh, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the box score real quick, and then you and I will discuss that because it looks like not very many people have found the live feed yet. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr., he played 41 minutes tonight. 19 points, 5 rebounds, uh, 3 assists. Kelly Olenek, 25 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists. Christian Wood, 25 points, 13 rebounds, 2 assists. 11 of 21 from the field and three blocks. This is one of the best games I've seen Christian Wood play in a long time. Uh, John Wall, 31 points, 
three rebounds, nine assists. Jay Sean Tate, 11 points, six rebounds, five assists. Uh, and the bench really didn't have a, a huge impact on tonight's game. For whatever reason, Avery Bradley played 20 minutes again, five, re- five points, one rebound, one assist. Avery Bradley is useless at this point. Like, why, why would you not play Armani Brooks more? Why are you not playing Daquan Jeffries? I didn't see Daquan Jeffries in the box score or listed as he wasn't available. And I look, Ryan, I, I want your take on this, just like I want everybody's take. If you're listening to this show in the next couple of days, you can find me on, on Twitter at BSWpodcast underscore MB. Uh, throw me your opinion on this. But nobody has been able to tell me what the benefit is of playing Avery Bradley at this point. Why? That you had you signed Daquan Jeffries, right? And Avery Bradley is not the difference between you losing a game by eight points or 25 points. What what why why not take those 20 minutes and give a guy like Armani Brooks? And I'm not just saying Armani Brooks because he and I both went to the University of Houston. I'm saying that name because he looked really good against Phoenix when you gave him the minutes that you did. He played 14 minutes tonight. He had six points. And yeah, he was a minus 16 while he was on the court. But, you know, so were, so were a lot of the guys. I mean, Kevin Porter Jr. was a minus 12 tonight. The Rockets bench wasn't very good, you know, this evening. Um, so he didn't have as bad a game as anybody else did. But, I mean, K.J. Martin Jr. only getting 14 minutes. I mean, that that's not okay. D.J. Wilson only playing five minutes. And I get it. The vast majority of the front court minutes are going to go to Kelly Olenek and Christian Wood. And I like that. I like that a lot. But Bill Worrell mentioned it on the, the live video, or not the live video, on the broadcast, I should say, tonight. It still looks like Christian Wood is not 100% with his ankle. If he's not 100% healthy, he should not be playing in these games. There is zero reason for Christian Wood to be playing right now if he's not healthy. And God help the rest of the league if, if he's not healthy and he's still putting up 25 points, 13 rebounds, two assists, and three blocks. I'm just throwing it out there that the, the Rockets coaching staff are, is playing these guys, Kevin Porter Jr., 41 minutes, 38 minutes for Olenek, 37 minutes for Wood, Jay Sean Tate playing 35 minutes, John Wall playing 36 minutes. I would understand playing those large amount of minutes if you were trying to win games. You're not trying to win games right now. You've got to get these other guys some minutes. At least that's what that's how I see it. You know, and 14 minutes is good. I'd like to see just those numbers just a little bit higher. That's all. I'm not upset. I'm not upset that, you know, the, all these guys are getting the minutes that they're getting. I'd like to see DJ Wilson for more than five minutes. And I think those minutes will come in the latter part of um, the, the, the only thing that, that will come in the latter part of the year, I should say, you know, the last, I would say 10 games or so, you'll see a lot of these guys get, you know, ramped up minutes, but yeah, Avery Bradley getting 20 minutes on the court is ridiculous. It, it's absolutely absurd and it should not happen. Uh, now the question that Ryan brings up is a very interesting point. And once again, for, for anybody tuning in now, this is uh, the Dream Take Podcast. I am Michael the Hebrew Hammer Brown, and this is the postgame show for the Rockets' loss to the Indiana Pacers, 132-124. to 124. Um, Ryan asks, you know, the or he states that John Wall should be a part of this team. 
uh, moving forward. I think that entirely depends on the draft. It, it really does. I mean, if the Rockets don't draft a point guard, the Rockets have to have a very serious conversation with Kevin Porter Jr. and with themselves, and they have to figure out if Kevin Porter Jr. is a point guard. I think he's a point guard. I think he's the point guard of the future of this team. And if that's the case, then you don't need John Wall. There's no point in having John Wall. My co-host very famously has said, Jeremy Brenner, um, he has said that John Wall on this roster keeps the development hindered for a guy like Kevin Porter Jr. And I couldn't say it any better myself. So the fact that, Ryan, you, you want John Wall on this roster, I, I, don't, I don't hate that take. Uh, I don't. I totally understand that take, but it all depends on this draft. Like this draft is so important for the Rockets rebuild. It's so important for the direction. I think that's the easiest way to describe it is the direction of this Rockets franchise can be altered by, I'll call it five to 10 years on this one draft because the most important thing is landing that top four pick. If you land that top four pick, you're changing the direction of this team immediately. You're, the trajectory right now is down. It's down. It's a terrible roster. This roster makes no sense from, I, I will call it top to bottom. It, it doesn't make sense. You have a bunch of guys. You've got Christian Wood, who's a building block. Kevin Porter Jr., who's a building block. K.J. Martin, I will call a building block. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr., Kevin Porter Jr., Jay Sean Tate, Christian Wood, and KJ Martin Jr. Those are your four building blocks that you have on this team. The rest of the team, it, it, it's it, it's like a puzzle that really doesn't fit. You know, you've got guys like Eric Gordon, uh, Daniel House, Sterling Brown, David Nawaba. Of those four guys, are you going to bring any of those four guys back next year? Maybe. Probably not. I'd like to bring David Nawaba back. People forget how impressive David Nawaba was earlier this year uh, before he got you know injured with his wrist. So the Rockets, putting a bow on your question, Ryan, uh, I would like to see John Wall be a part of this organization for the next couple years. I think he could be a great role model for the young guys, but it entirely depends on what happens in the draft. Because if the Rockets land Cade Cunningham, they've got a really fun dilemma to tackle on this roster because a guy like Cade Cunningham is going to have to figure out how to work alongside a guy like Kevin Porter Jr. That's not as seamless a fit as people think it is. Like both of those guys have to have the ball in their hands to be successful for the most part. So... While I would be totally enamored and in love with the pick at number one if it's Kate Cunningham and the Rockets land him, but it's going to take a while for the, the relationship to gel between Kate Cunningham, uh, Christian Wood, and Kevin Porter Jr. And at that point, you have no need for John Wall. So you'd probably buy him out at that point if you couldn't trade him. I still think you could probably trade John Wall. I mean, a guy who can put up uh, 31 points, nine assists, and three rebounds, and 12 of 28 from the field. 
I think you can find a home for a guy like that via trade if you land Kate Cunningham. If you don't and you get Evan Mobley or Jalen Green uh, or uh, Jalen Suggs, that's another thing to, to tackle. Uh, coming next season, we're going to see a lot of new faces and current faces gone. Wall or Cunningham, KPJ isn't ready to run an offense just yet. Well, I mean, I, that's fair, but he's also, I mean, he he got into this system mid-year with a brand new coach who's had to gone through to go through. I mean, where do you start with a guy like Silas? I would think about give him an entire offseason, Kevin Porter Jr., give him an entire offseason in this system, give him an entire offseason in the weight room, give him an entire offseason of getting to know his teammates better, getting a, a better relationship with Christian Wood, a better relationship with uh, Kevin Martin uh, or KJ Martin, or Kevin Martin Jr., Jay Sean Tate, guys like that. Give him another offseason with the playbook. I have a feeling that KPJ would be ready to run the show here. I don't think he's a shooting guard. I think, I think his progression and his growth has to come in the manner that James Harden did. When James Harden got here, he wasn't, he always had the the look and the style of a point guard, but he always played off ball, whether it was in the first couple of years, whether it was off of a guy uh, like J- uh, Jeremy Lin, you know, things like that you have to take into account. I think KPJ would be ready to run this team next year. Uh, Sterling Brown, uh, Vin, Vin, I'm going to call him V, V, always good to hear from you. Uh, says, you know, you got to keep Sterling Brown. Yeah, I mean, I think Sterling Brown is a guy that, uh, you know, the Rockets would be in a good spot, you know, if they could bring him back. It, it, it's hard, though, because right now, I, I hate to do like a cross-sport comparison. What the Houston Texans are doing is they're signing a bunch of guys to one-year deals where those players can come to the Texans and play a lot of minutes on the field and, and kind of resurrect their careers, right? Look at a guy like Philip Lindsay, uh, who came in at the running back position, guys like Mark Ingram. If those guys come here and they play well, then they're going to use their time and their performance here with the Texans to then go on, you know, to another team and get a bigger payday on a better team. Are the Rockets, the, that's what the Rockets were for a guy like Sterling Brown. Sterling Brown came here with the idea that he was going to get some pretty good minutes. Now it's going to be up to the Rockets whether they want to re-sign him. Same thing with a guy like David Nawaba. Uh, David Nawaba was traded, you know, to a team, to, to the Rockets, um, but his, his contract's up at the end of the year. I think he's going to seek money elsewhere. It wouldn't shock me if a guy like David Nawaba got a deal like, you know, a three-year, you know, 10 to $15 million contract. I thought he played well enough as long as his wrist is ready for next season. Uh, three to, you know, 10 to $15 million, you know, three to $5 million a year for, for David Nwaba. I don't think that's crazy. A guy like Sterling Brown, who's a knockdown three-point shooter, a good defender, he's got good size. I could see him getting some decent money in the in the, in the, the free agency market. Now, the other question that you want to, that I have for anybody that says keep Sterling Brown, I think if you keep a guy like Sterling Brown, you're going to inhibit the development of a guy like KJ Martin Jr. KJ Martin Jr. And Sterling Brown, 
they're they're a similar size. I think they're they're both about six five. I want to say either six four or six five. So if you have a guy like Sterling Brown, I feel like that's that's the type of guy that's going to take minutes away from KJ Martin Jr. You know, it, th- those are your guys that you want to have coming off of your bench. That's why I feel like with the three first round picks that the Rockets could potentially have, this roster is going to look entirely different. This roster is going to look entirely different going into uh, next season. Uh, so I, I'm I'm very unclear as to what that bench will look like. It does look like we are experiencing some technical difficulties here on uh, for that. My apologies with the technical uh, difficulties. Uh, We will go ahead and wrap the show up here in a few minutes. But once again, this is the uh, post-game show for the Dream Shakes the Dream Take podcast, talking all things Rockets versus Pacers. Rockets lose inside of Toyota Center this evening, 132 to 124. Uh, looking ahead on the schedule for the Rockets, the Rockets will be playing the Denver Nuggets on Friday inside of Toyota Center. And then on Sunday, uh, they will be playing at the Orlando Magic. Uh, programming notes, the uh, Rockets postgame show for the Dream Take will be live on Locker Room on Friday and on Sunday. Sunday's game time, 7 o'clock versus the Nuggets. Sunday at 6 o'clock versus the Orlando Magic. Uh, good fight tonight from the Rockets. Just didn't have enough late. Um, the Indiana Pacers, you know, that's a decent team over there with some good, some good talent. So uh, the Rockets uh, on Friday against the Nuggets, terrible loss for them of Jamal Murray for uh, this season, Denver still a very, very talented team. The Rockets are going to need to bring their A-plus game, I'll call it, in order for them to have a shot at beating the Denver Nuggets on uh, Friday. Uh, but once again, this has been the post-game show for the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. Make sure to give me a follow on Twitter at BSW Podcast underscore MB. Uh, you can follow the Dream Shake on Twitter at DreamShakeSBN. You can also follow the Dream Take podcast on Twitter at the Dream Take. Make sure to follow the Dream Shake on Facebook. Search the Dream Shake. Throw us a like so you can follow all of our live videos. Uh, Ryan, one last question says of Mobley. If Mobley gets drafted at number two, wouldn't that take minutes away from Tate? Um... Great question. No, because I think Evan Mobley's the would be the center for this team. I think if you let's say you draft Evan Mobley, your starting five next uh, season going into the season would be Wall. Uh, I mean, I think Wall, Kevin Porter Jr., Jay Sean Tate, Evan Mobley, and Christian Wood. That that I've always thought that Tate is more of a three. Uh, I, small forward, I guess. I mean, you can, 
in today's NBA, you can interchange the, the small forward and the power forward position. But I don't think Mobley takes away anything from Tate or Wood because they're, each of those guys are still going to get their minutes because the Rockets are at their best when they have both of those guys on the floor. So, um, no, I, I don't think it would take away from that at all. But once again, Ryan, thank you so much for watching, as you usually do every single night, and to everybody listening uh, to this show. Y'all have a great rest of your week. We will see y'all on Friday on Locker Room with Jeremy Brenner. And until next time, fans, go Rockets. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Support for Pivot comes from Polestar. At Polestar, every inch of every vehicle they design is thoughtfully made. They're made to transform auto performance, accelerating from zero to 60 in less than 4.2 seconds with fully electric all-wheel drive. They're made to elevate the driving experience with LED headlights and a panoramic glass roof. And they're made to uphold a greater responsibility to the planet using sustainable materials and energy-saving systems. The result is a car that combines the best of today with the technology of tomorrow. Pure performance, pure design, Polestar. Design yours and book a test drive today at polestar.com.